Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fierce Life Podcast with me, your host, Conceda Thomas. And in today's show, we are talking all about the holiday parties that by now you've probably already been going to, but I'm betting that you have quite a few more on your list. So we're going to talk about exactly how you can fully enjoy these parties, including your favorite festive foods, cocktails, if you're into that type of thing, and how to do that without causing just physical discomfort, mental anguish, and weight gain. So I am opening up the books and I am giving you my detailed holiday party survival strategy. This is definitely a get your pen and paper out type episode. So you go get that and jam out to the show tunes and I'll meet you on the other side of the music. Welcome to The Fierce Life, presented by Conceda Thomas. This podcast is designed to give you the food and fitness strategies, tools, and inspiration that you need to create sustainable results without making the process a second job. You will save the mental and emotional energy that's normally drained by this process and instead use that energy to live your most fierce life. Hello, fierce friend. Before we jump into the episode, grab your phone and just block out some time, about 30 minutes each day for the week of January 7th. Why, you ask? Because I've got a super juicy guest interview series coming your way. The Fitting It In interview series is going to be your opportunity to get a behind-the-scenes peek, to get the nuts and bolts of how very busy career women and female entrepreneurs are making this eating healthy on a consistent basis and exercising regularly thing work. I've already started recording these interviews and they are sharing gems, I promise, telling you exactly how they get it done, sharing the mindset behind getting it done, and plenty of just practical tips and tricks. So if you've ever wanted to just get a peek behind the scenes of how other people are doing it and maybe gain some insight or inspiration that will help you to strengthen up some of the areas where you've struggled, then this is your opportunity and you don't want to miss it. So how do you get in? Head over to conceitathomas.com slash fitting it in into your name and email address so that you will be notified when these interviews go live and so that you will have access. All right, that's what I wanted to tell you about today. Go ahead, let's get into the episode. Hello, welcome to episode 77. Happy holiday season. Um, we are almost at Christmas time and we are talking about parties, right? Um, most of us at some point are either invited to them, some of us more than others. And I don't know about you, but I've already shared that the holiday season and managing the holiday season, and to be honest, any type of social eating situation was a huge struggle for me on my weight loss journey. So even after I had lost weight and kind of felt that I had a handle on my food and what to eat and what not to eat, it was almost as if magic fairy dust or the opposite of that would just sprinkle on me whenever I would cross over the threshold of, you know, someone's house or, or an event or into a party. And I feel like during the holiday season, that struggle was compounded because it was almost like being a weak swimmer and trying to swim in the ocean, right? You can kind of swim, right? I had my, my food strategies together. But I wasn't quite the strongest, but then I'm in the ocean. 
So literally, even though I can't swim, I can survive a little bit. But with the holidays, it's like the parties and the events and the alleys are like waves, right? As soon as you get over one, before you even catch your breath or look up, it's like another one comes. And if you're a strong swimmer, that type of stuff will take you out. So my hope with this episode is to give you some strategy um, behind how you can actually um, not only just survive this time and wish that the holiday would finally go ahead and be over, but to really, really thrive during this season so that you really can enjoy it, but also so that you do not arrive at January uh, 2019 like everyone else, claiming that this is going to be your year and trying to, to undo everything that was done during the holiday season. I'm going to go ahead and warn you now that this strategy is, I won't call it complicated because it's not, but it's very detailed. And the reason why it's detailed is because there there is a lot that makes a party situation particularly challenging. We can just go ahead and call it the party dilemma, right? There's a lot that makes a party situation particularly challenging. There's a lot that makes it different than say just going out to dinner on a Friday night, a casual dinner with your family. Um, There's a lot that makes it different than maybe just a, a business mixer after work. The thing that makes the holiday parties so, so, so unique is that Oftentimes, there's some element of getting dressed up involved, right? We talk about like the little black dress or the holiday outfits, right? So you have, you have that. It's not the same as just rolling up into the pizzeria with your family in your jeans on a Friday night. You have also the factor that, the fact that usually this is a really busy time of the year. And even if you're not a big um, gifter, even if you're not a big, a person that is really big into doing a lot of volunteering around this time of the year, even just if you're a working person, the end of the year wrap up that tends to happen um, in corporations and in businesses makes this time of year, even though it's a celebratory time of year, it's, it's busy for so many different reasons. So it's really, really busy, which could mean increased stress. Um, there is the expectation a lot of times for these events of an outfit and sometimes a fancy outfit and sometimes that also involves hair and lashes and nails and and whatever else you do, just depending on how you roll, right? Whether you're low, medium, or high maintenance. Um, and then there's also sometimes this factor of interacting with, for prolonged periods of time, people either that you don't see often during the year, if this is like a family gathering, and there could be a whole lot of triggers there, right? And or if this is a work environment or a work outing, interacting for really, really prolonged periods of time, in a social way with people who you may only socialize for, you know, 30 to 45 minutes with maybe on a lunch break um, in in that type of environment. Normally, now you're expected to kind of chat it up socially for three, four, sometimes five hours on end. So there's just like a lot of moving pieces that make holiday parties in particular challenging. And we're just going to go ahead and call that the party dilemma. So because there's so much going on, because there are so many moving parts, because there are so many ways that this can be challenging, this strategy is just comprehensive and deep because of that, okay? So we're going to break down this party survival strategy into three <laughs> three separate sections, if you will. It's not even three strategies. It's three separate sections. So like, yes, I'm definitely team doing the most 
today on this episode, right? So just stick with me. I told you it was a pen and paper type situation today. So there is the, the pre-party strategy, right? So like what needs to happen before the party? There is during the party. What needs to happen during the party? And then there's after the party. What happens after you leave the event and the venue? Because what I know is um, how you arrive, right? So what happens before you get there? How you engage when you're there and how you feel when you leave can all influence how you pull this off in a way that, and the goal is to pull it off in a way that you're enjoying the event and you are also um, carrying yourself in a way that honors your goals and just the desire to feel great, right? So let's go ahead and just jump into pre-party strategy. So each section of the strategy has a very specific goal and they're different. So the goal of the pre-party strategy or the pre-party approach, if you will, is to arrive at the event calm and relaxed. So everything about the strategy is all about taking the steps to arrive at the party feeling calm, in control, and fab. Because you know, we talk about it around here all the time, it's easier to keep up than it is to catch up. So if you arrive at the party, you know, in a frenzy and just feeling like a thrown together mess or not really all that confident with your outfit, it's more likely that you're going to eat in ways that don't support your goal just out of stress and frenzy. So here's how we do this. Here is how we arrive at the party feeling relaxed and calm, in control and fab. So days before and some of you guys, you guys know I'm medium maintenance. For some of my high maintenance listeners, this may be, you guys may have already done this like in October, but days before, select a flattering outfit to wear for the party. One of my personal strategies also though is, I try not to wear things that are like really loose, <laughs> you know, like moo-moo type things, because, um, and this may sound superficial, I, I don't care, I'm just gonna be honest with you, because you're my fierce friend, but I find that when I wear an outfit that's flattering, not something that's tight now, um, that's flattering and that's just form-fitting and it hugs my body, it makes it harder for me to check out. I'm less likely to stuff myself to the point of having a food baby when I've got on a fitted dress than I am if maybe I wore this like really relaxed, loose, big, flowy sweater. And not that it's for other people or what other people may think, but it's just something about having that form-fitting outfit, like it's touching your body. It, to me... For me, it brings awareness. Like I, I feel myself in the outfit as opposed to just like swimming in an outfit. It makes it a lot easier to just check out. Um, I pick out and organize the undergarments and accessories days before the event. Guys, I'm telling you this because this is not my strong suit. And those of you who have followed me for a while or know me personally know this, but there is, there is nothing that will, you know, make you feel just thrown together and like a hot mess other than arriving somewhere 20 minutes late because you spent 30 minutes looking for that earring, you only found one, and now you threw on some that you don't even like because you just didn't want to miss the event, right? So pick out and organize undergarments, accessories, days before the event. If you are doing something new or funky with your hair and makeup, try, try do a trial run, kind of like a bride does a wedding, right? A trial run before the day of to just avoid day of stress, right? Nothing like that smoky eye going left, <laughs> okay? Like five minutes before you're supposed to walk out the door. So if you're gonna do something that you don't normally do with hair or makeup, like do a trial run. And then two, one of the things that, depending on the type of venue that you're going to, 
if it's a friendly event, like like a more casual event, I definitely volunteer to bring a dish or some bring a dish because then there's at least one thing that I know um, that and that I'm going to enjoy that also is in line with my goals. So it's not about, oh, this is the one thing I can eat. Cause you guys know around here, we practice freedom. We can eat anything, but there's nothing like trying to pick something that's figure friendly and all of the stuff that's figure friendly is just kind of bland or it's not good. Whereas if you volunteer to bring a dish, you can bring something that you know suits your goals, but also has flavors that you like. So that is days before guys, then hours before we're still at the pre-party strategy. Um, one of the things that I love to do is get an intense workout. Um, now, depending on what I'm doing with hair or makeup, I may not be able to do that really close, but at least some point that day, just an intense workout. For me, it perks me up. It wakes me up. It makes me feel alive. Um, it makes me feel more upbeat and less like I need food or sweets or anything like that to lift my mood because I'm already upbeat because hello, endorphins. The other thing is get glammed up. I can't stress enough, and we talked about it on the last episode with Anna, but about um, just beauty rituals and how that impacts your weight loss journey and how taking the time to take care of yourself, to, to put your best foot or best face forward, not for other people, but for you and how it impacts you and how it makes you feel. So get glammed up, drink plenty of plain water, um, and then don't go starving. I do not believe in anymore, like, Oh, eat a healthy meal so that you don't have to eat at the party. I used to believe in that long ago, but I think that's maybe not the most feasible advice for everyone. And I think it's kind of unnatural or maybe even defeats the purpose in some cases. But make sure you eat that day so that you don't arrive starving and at a point where you just have zero discretion about what you eat because you are literally just, just so hungry. And then this is the hardest one, you guys. But take some time before the party to relax so that you're not so stressed out when you arrive. Um, one of the things that I started doing that is not, just doesn't come natural for me at all is when Al and I go out at night. So if we're going to an event or we're going on a date, I used to always schedule the babysitter for the time that we needed to leave. And what that used to look like is literally me getting dressed with a child hanging off of me because I think I got a little bit smarter by the time Jackie was born but when AJ was little me getting dressed and trying to put on makeup or do hair with a child hanging off me so there was literally zero time between when I was done getting dressed and putting myself together and getting in the car to head to the event and so now what I do is I schedule a babysitter to come an hour sometimes an hour and a half before we plan to leave because when the babysitter comes doors closed music is on you know, in the master suite and we're getting dressed and I'm able to get done, you know, be completely dressed and maybe just sit and listen to music if I want before it's time to leave. So that one was a game changer for me. Maybe it'll be a game changer for you, but that is it. That is everything that you want to do before the party to give yourself the best chance to arrive calm, relaxed, feeling in control and fab so that you then even have the will or the want, if you will, to um, implement, that's the word I'm searching for, to implement the other strategies. I told you that this was thorough. So I hope you expected that, okay? So that's it with pre-party strategies. And now a break, four words from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by the Get It Off, Keep It Off coaching program. This 
six-week experience is set up to not only help you get results, but to create the habits that will keep the results coming long after the program is over. To get the details about what's included in the program, as well as when our next cycle of Get It Off, Keep It Off begins, head over to getitoffkeepitoffcoaching.com. So now you arrive at the party, calm, cool, collected, in control, fab, looking fierce. What do you do during the party? The goal during the party is to fully enjoy and to engage, to not be in your head about avoiding foods like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, just don't have the dessert. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know, just have one dessert. Oh my goodness, now I had to just have three desserts. Like, guys, I've been there. Do we even enjoy the party when we do things that way? No, we don't. Which is why so many of us maybe follow the thinking of, hey, let's just relax because it's the holiday season. I'll just relax. But the problem with that is when we just relax and let loose, completely, completely disengage, or what I like to say, check out from our process is we don't really fully enjoy them either, do we? I don't know about you, but if I'm four desserts in, you know, three handfuls of cheese and crackers later, when my belly's starting to bloat, when I'm getting that just um, digestional discomfort, when, you know, my belly's starting to stick out and, you know, I like my, I just... Literally, I don't know if you guys, maybe I'm just like hypersensitive, but I, I'm, it almost feels like um, rolls rising, right? Has anyone been there? Tweet me, like text me, DM me on social media if you've ever been there or email me, I don't care. But like we're literally, you feel like rolls rising, like you, you've done the wrong thing, you've had the wrong stuff and it's like almost like Cinderella, I need to get home before my body finishes expanding and this dress pops off, right? That's not fun either. And it's hard to engage in conversation and really enjoy the guests when that's the case, right? So um, the goal during the party is to fully enjoy. So that means not depriving yourself um, and to fully engage. So that also means you can't just be randomly stuffing yourself with stuff and, and rising like yeast rolls, right? Because that's just as distracting as trying to deprive yourself from what you really want. So how do, we, how do we go about this? So the thing that we want to do during the party is we want to slow down, like slow it all down. And this is why arriving calm and relaxed um, really helps too, right? Calm and relaxed and having had some sustenance at some point that day is we don't walk in the door and like beeline to, to the food table at this point. We're able to come in. We're able to, to greet, see who's there, figure out who we want to spend, you know, a lot of time with that night figure out who it is maybe in the room that we don't know who we want to meet um and and we want to remain engaged um with people but we also we don't want to be preoccupied with our goals but we also we just want to have a a low level if you will of awareness in the back of our mind that this party is not the last meal of life there will be life after this party and we still want to feel good and we still want to be on track toward our goals okay so here are the strategies. Now that you know the why and what we're trying to do at this party, um, here's what you want to do. One of the things that I find fun to do, especially if this is not like a family gathering, um, identify at least three people. Well, sometimes I do this in a family gathering too. Identify at least three people who I want to connect with that night and, who, and, and talk to each one throughout the evening. 
even at a family event, there may be like a cousin that I haven't seen in a really long time. Or if it's, if it's a business event, maybe there's someone that I really wanted to meet and now's my opportunity. But identify three people that I want you want to connect with. One of my tricks for um, the cocktail situation, because I'm, I'm not a real drinker, okay? I'd rather have a brownie. I won't say I don't drink because one day you may see me at a function with a glass of wine and you'll be like, aha, she said she didn't drink. But no, I'm not a real drinker. Um, so, but it's the holiday season and everybody wants you to have something, right? So one of the things that I do is I get a club soda or I get water or I get something um, when I get there so that um, I have, number one, I have something in my hand, I'm participating, um, and then I'm able to drink it. I'm able to get in some hydration before I even start eating and drinking. So it's less likely that I'm going to overdo it because now there's already something in my belly, right? And we don't want to feel like yeast rolls rising. Um, and then at this point, it's really about just making, just making some decisions and remaining conscious, right? So I tend to look at the entire spread before I eat. I don't just like start at the end of, bu of the buffet and start piling my plate. I usually will just look and see what there is available and make some choices, um, decide what it is that I want to eat or like really I think of like what do I need, right? I'm always going to need some protein or veggies, right? So I'll get that and then what few items seem interesting or just look like, oh, either I know I really like that or I'd really like to try that and pick one or two of those things and just get small small portions of it and again slow down which is hard for me you guys know i even speak fast but slow down and enjoy that and just again continue to um continue to talk and to continue to practice remaining engaged with people right so after I've eaten, one of the things that I like to do is to find a spot to socialize that's far away from the food area. Because it's this thing, like, I don't know if it's cultural. I don't know if it was just my family. But there's this thing where we tend to just, as we socialize, especially with food events, we tend to socialize and then we just, like, keep eating, right? So, like, we had the food. <laughs> but if everybody's, for instance, oh, my gosh, so now my family's getting famous. But, like, my Aunt Betty and Uncle Michelle, and Uncle Michelle is a man. He's just, my grandma named him after a French actor, and that's a whole other story. Um, but my Aunt Betty and Uncle Michelle, like, they live in Rhode Island, and they have this amazing house, and, like, they have two kitchens in their house, and there's the kitchen that's in the basement, and that's, uh, that's where everybody hangs out because there's a family room, my uncle's office, which is an open office down there, and the kitchen, and my aunt is this Georgia peach, and she makes the most amazing food, anything and everything she can make from like savory food to desserts. And that's where we hang out. And what, what I noticed in my family is we'll have the meal, but then we'll stay in the basement, right? Which is where all the food is. And we'll talk for hours. We'll play games. We'll play cards. We'll crack jokes on each other. But what starts to happen about 30 minutes, sometimes, sometimes sooner after the meal is everybody starts picking, right? And this used to be me included. Everybody starts picking, um, you know, maybe a little bit more macaroni and cheese. Or, you know what, I'm going to have another one of those magic bars. She makes an amazing sweet potato cake. You know what, give me another sliver of that sweet potato cake. And, and because we are socializing around the food, we will sit down there for hours, you guys. And literally, it's like, it's just an ongoing feeding frenzy that lasted for hours. I don't even want to think about how many thousands of calories each one of us would ingest. 
So because I know I have that history and that tendency and that association of kind of sitting around food and socializing, and it seems like the more fun we'd have, the more we'd eat, um, I tend to find a place that's far away from the food, right? After I've eaten and I want to socialize, I'll move away from the food so that I don't trigger that old habit of just kind of like, oh, yeah, and, you know, and, and how's, how's your daughter doing? Oh, okay, another brownie. And oh, yeah, and really, so tell me about your husband's new job. Okay, give me some more meatballs. Maybe that makes sense to you. I'm sure there's somebody who's listening, who is listening, who can identify with that, okay? So that strategy of like just finding somewhere away from the food area to socialize. Another trick is when you're done eating, just like throw the plate away, right? <laughs> no need to keep it. If you're done, right, just throw the plate away and get another drink, right? So I get another drink or water or club soda. And when I say drink, I don't mean alcoholic beverage right now. I just mean like a water or a club soda. So that a lot of times we just want our hands to be busy, right? Especially if you're in a situation where maybe you're a little nervous and you don't know everybody. So get that club soda, get that water um, with the plate thrown away and socializing securely somewhere far from the food. These strategies can usually help you avoid that, oop, it wasn't even worth it, or oh my gosh, I didn't mean to eat that much. And now I feel like yeast rolls rising, right? About to pop out of my clothes. So that is the during the party strategy. I think before I move on to the post-party strategy, I should pause and say this. You may be thinking to yourself, oh my goodness, <laughs> this is a lot. And I'd rather just go ahead and throw on the muumuu type outfit and eat until my heart is content and not care that I feel like these rolls rising. And I will just, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It, it's just one, one occasion. What's the big deal? But I think if you've listened this far in the podcast episode, you know that the truth is it is a big deal because it's not just one party. If this is the holiday season, it's like we said, swimming in the ocean, the waves, the parties, the events, the luncheons are going to keep coming. And the fact of the matter is, is that we get really good at doing what we repeatedly do. So if we avoid um, taking on this process, right, and I'll speak to that in a minute, but if we avoid taking on this process, and we just, every time we go to a party, we throw caution to the wind, um, we feel like yeast rolls rising, we, you know, feel physically dis comfortable uh, uncomfortable and we feel you know we feel miserable about it and we just rinse and repeat that's the only thing we'll ever know how to do and, and we will always struggle right because if you're listening to this and you live in north america then you know that there's never any shortage of celebrations and this party thing is not something that just happens during the holiday and it's something that's going to keep coming up again and again and again and again so if this is your first rodeo, right, if this is your first time even attempting to manage your food choices at parties or special occasions, what I will say is it may serve you to just say, you know what, for this event, I'm going to do the pre-party strategy. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get good at that. I'm going to see how I do with that. You know what, at my next event, I'm going to do the pre-party strategy and I'm going to do the during the party strategy. Because here's the thing, I am giving you the full rundown, right? Everything that you could possibly think of that will set you up for success. 
you may be listening and some of this stuff may already be habit for you. So this is not something new that you need to implement. Or you may be listening and even though it may not already be habit for you, um, it may not present a struggle for you. So like a prime example is, I need to move away from the food. You may not have a history of a family that sits around and talks and eats and talks and eats. So you may be able to socialize standing right next to the food and never feel the urge to eat again, right? So what I'm saying all that to say, cherry pick, start small, maybe only start with the pre-party strategy or pre-party and during party strategy. And even with that, because it is so comprehensive, cherry pick the ones that you think are, you know what? That's where I messed up, right? If you if you look at it or you think of it, um, and I'm gonna post I'm gonna post this because this is an actual document that I created for clients. So I'm gonna post it inside of the Fierce Friends group so that you could actually um, download and you can see this party strategy, and you can then say, you know what? That's where I struggle. So that's the strategy that I'm gonna work on. Okay, so that you don't have to take this all on. Just thought I should pause and say that. All right, so let's hop back in and let's talk about the post-party strategy. We are almost home, all right? So with the post-party strategy, here's the goal of the post-party. If we're anything alike, you may have <laughs> nailed going to a party or a social event, eating figure-friendly, eating correct portions, not overdoing it, and then gotten home when it was all done and you kind of just, we're unwinding and the, the stress of it all was just over, right? Because even partying, even though sometimes it's, it's, it's a good stimulus, it's still stimulus and we can, we can react to it similarly to how we do stress. So it's like all over and you're kind of coming down, if you will, from the high of the event and you get home and you raid the pantry and you wonder, oh my goodness, what happened? Anybody else? I've done that so many times when I was trying to figure this thing out. And back then, especially because I was trying to just, you know, eat super squeaky clean, whatever that means, during the party. And so I felt deprived. So then when I came home, that's when my guard was down. And then that's when I would crumble, right? And still have the same effect, just eat everything in the pantry. So the post-party strategy, the goal of that is to appropriately decompress from the night and to rest. So you want to end the night in a way that's likely to prevent you um, from beginning what I'll just call like the continuous meal, right? That feeding frenzy when we get home. So here are some things that you can do to make that goal um, feasible. If possible, maybe do something light, like a light activity. If it's too late to go for a walk, you don't have a treadmill, like a leisure walk, mind you. Maybe just do some light stretching. Um, and some deep breathing, right? But something to, again, just check in with your body. That's the theme. I keep saying that. Um, do some type of stress reduction activity, right? So you might do some light stretching while you are running a warm bubble bath, and then you get in the warm bubble bath and just kind of relax, breathe, and just decompress from it all. And then one of the things that I really like to do is drink water or a big warm beverage. Some people like um, tea, some people like the, um, the cravings, the hot cocoa drink that I talk about, um, the Emmy cocoa drink. Um, I like coffee because you guys know that doesn't keep me up. But um, just drinking something, again, because sometimes we get home and even though we ate, we have this tendency to want to keep going. Um, and then the biggest one, you guys, 
And this is the one that used to get me all the time is go to sleep. Like the party is over. You're likely tired. It's likely late. You've eaten all that needed to be eaten. Go to sleep because nothing good comes from staying up really, really late, especially if you're sleepy. That's when the pantries get raided the most, okay? So you guys, that's it. Like I told you this one was going to be super comprehensive. I think this may be one of my longest solo podcasts ever, um, but I wanted to give you guys the goods and, and I hope you feel like I did. I didn't want to just kind of schmooze over this and or um, smooth over, that's not what I meant. I don't want to kind of just like gloss over this and give you a really superficial strategy and then have you wondering like why it didn't stick, what's wrong with me? No, there's definitely levels to this when it comes to um, holiday season and parties and things like that. So I wanted to really go deep with you guys and give you what you really needed to experience success in this area. You guys know we always stay around here. Once you learn something, you gotta do something. So your fierce follow-up if you choose to accept, is to join the Fierce Friends group, go to the file section and download the printable of this party strategy. And then what I want you to do is figure out which ones you want to practice. You may read it and realize that some of these, like, man, this isn't even a problem for me. I don't even need to take this on. But again, some of them you're going to be like, aha, aha. This is precisely the problem. So figure out which ones you're going to practice and then share it with the group. Let us know, okay? So speaking of that, I always tell you, you don't have to take this walk alone. You can become an official Fierce Friend. Join our free online support community. You do that by going to conceitedthomas.com slash become a Fierce Friend. You'll enter your name and email address and you will get instant access to um, request to join our online support group. Also, if this episode was, this is probably the type of episode where you will need to go to the show notes page because um, you'll probably want to listen to a specific portion again. So you can access that over at conceitathomas.com slash EP77 as in episode 77. And then finally, um, if this episode was helpful to you, which I, I know it had to be, if you've lasted this long, be sure to share it. Share it out on social media or text the URL link to a friend so that they can listen to it as well. And then finally, on whichever podcast platform you're listening to this episode, be sure to subscribe because you know I just gave you the entire scoop and you don't want to miss any of these episodes because the other episodes are no different. That's all I have for you today, fierce friend. Until next time, stay fierce. You're ready to master your motivation, keep your head in the game, and get the results that you deserve. And I have just the thing to help you boost your mood and wrap yourself in motivation every single day. Visit the Conceda Thomas Apparel Shop today to get your motivational tanks, tees, and mugs. Be sure to use the promo code FIERCEFRIEND for a discount on your first order of $25 or more. You can visit the shop at ConcedaThomas.com slash apparel. Are you sick and tired of starting over when it comes to your healthy eating? Have all your failed attempts got you wondering why you can't seem to stick to anything long enough to get results and definitely not to keep results? Listen, it's not you. It's the diet. Giving up your favorite dishes just to lose weight doesn't last. 
and force feeding yourself food that isn't even culturally familiar just because some guru said it would help you get results is a setup for failure. When you are ready to get real results eating the foods that you already love, it's time to schedule your eating audit. Let me help you discover the tiny tweaks you need to make to get results from the foods you already eat every day. No more diets, no more falling off the wagon, just real lasting results with food you're actually going to be happy to eat after you reach your goal. Schedule your eating audit today at concedathomas.com slash audit. Hurry up. Our introductory promo rate won't last forever, so schedule your audit now. If you've been wishing for fitness wear that was so comfortable that you would never want to take it off, yet fashionable enough to actually wear out for a night on the town, then you've got to check out my friends and sponsor Blessed Bodywear. Guys, they've got the goods. Once you try their squat pants, no other pants will do. I promise you, they're my absolute favorite. Visit blessedbodywear.com today and use promo code NOFUSS, N-O-F-U-S-S, to save on your order. 